Hi, you're listening to All Law, an audio series brought to you by Lakshmi Kumaran and Sridharan, a leading Indian law firm. At the firm, we are proud to combine the knowledge of law with extensive experience in industry and technology in order to design practical legal solutions for our clients. This podcast series is a part of our knowledge sharing initiative where we will discuss notable judicial and regulatory developments and analyze the business implications of the law as it evolves in India. In this week's podcast, we will be discussing about leniency, dawn raid and penalty, a case of cartelization in the beer market in India. The wave of dawn raids by the Competition Commission of India has yet again shown its result in the form of the recent decision of the CCI, which found three beer companies to be operating an all-India cartel. In its order, the CCI found United Breweries, Carlsberg India and Sab Miller India, along with the All India Brewers Association, as well as their respective key personnel, to be colluding in relation to the sale and supply of beer in various states and union territories in India. The investigation into the matter was triggered by a leniency application filed by Crown Beers India Private Limited and Sab Miller, both held by the Anhauser Bosch InBev. From the allegation made by AB InBev in its leniency application, the CCI noted that with an aim to ensure consistency in their pricing policies, the beer companies colluded to do the following. Firstly, align beer prices and secondly, seek price adjustments while making representations before several states and union territories of India, irrespective of the model of distribution of alcohol being followed in such states or union territories. The CCI accordingly passed a prima facie order in 2017 directing the Director-General to investigate the matter. Thereafter, the Director-General conducted search and seizure operations on the premises of the beer companies. In the process, the DG found evidence of regular communication amongst the beer companies in the form of various email exchanges, WhatsApp messages, texts, etc., demonstrating coordination amongst the beer companies and their association. Immediately after the search and seizure exercise, also known as the Dawn Raid, a leniency application was filed by UB, that is United Breweries, soon followed by Carlsberg. Given that the supply and sale of liquor, including beer, is a state subject under the Constitution of India, giving each state autonomy over taxation and supply of alcohol, the CCI conducted a state-wise examination of the anti-competitive activities of the beer companies. The CCI observed that the beer companies, first of all, coordinated prices in Andhra Pradesh, Karnataka, Maharashtra, Orissa, Rajasthan, West Bengal, Delhi and Puducherry in violation of Section 33A of the Competition Act. Secondly, they collectively restricted supply of beer to oppose certain government policies in Maharashtra, Orissa and West Bengal in contravention of the provisions of Section 33B of the Act. And thirdly, they colluded with respect to supply of beer to premium institutions in Bengaluru and shared the market in the state of Maharashtra, thereby contravening 
provisions of Section 33C of the Act. In addition to this, the CCI also found coordination amongst UP and Avinbev with respect to purchase of second-hand bottles of beer. Further, the CCI held that the association, which was the only contesting opposite party in this case, by acting as a platform for facilitating the cartelization, contravened the provisions of Section 33A and B of the Act as well. talking about the impact of the anti-competitive conduct. It is worth noting that the CCI did not consider the beer company's argument that coordination or concerted actions amongst the beer companies benefited the end consumer as a valid defense. The CCI observed that the provisions of the Competition Act are not merely concerned with the end consumers but also with the intermediaries in the supply chain. Accordingly, an anti-competitive action cannot escape the provisions of the Competition Act solely on the basis of it being beneficial to an end customer when it is actually causing harm to the functionaries involved in the supply chain. Further, while analyzing the arguments made by the beer companies with respect to the absence of appreciable adverse effect on competition, the CCI observed that Section 3.1 of the Competition Act proscribes those agreements which cause or are likely to cause an appreciable adverse effect on competition, also called the AAEC, within India. Therefore, exchange of commercially sensitive information such as revenue and target details, cost cards and price increase proposals to be made before state governments, etc. demonstrate the existence of an agreement that is likely to stifle competition in the market, even in the absence of its implementation on account of refusal by some of the state governments to implement the price increase requests. As such, the CCI was of the view that even if the price increase requests were not accepted by the state governments, it is evident that since price revision quotations were submitted to the government in furtherance of the discussions amongst the beer companies, implementation of the agreement already stood completed. As such, the threshold for an anti-competitive agreement to determine prices was crossed. Next, talking about the penalties imposed. Under the CCI's leniency regime, whistleblowers can seek complete favour or reduction in the penalty on the basis of the following factors. First of all, the relevance of the information provided by them to aid the investigation and the stage of the investigation at which the leniency application has been filed. Accordingly, Abinbev was granted absolute immunity given that it was the whistleblower of the cartel and it made valuable disclosures in its leniency application. The CCI noted that both UBL and Carlsberg approached the CCI under the leniency framework after the DG had conducted the dawn raid and already had sufficient cogent evidence to establish the existence of the cartel based on the dawn raid and the leniency application filed by AB Inbev. Continuing with its strong commitment towards cartel enforcement and to set an encouraging precedent for the leniency regime, the CCI granted a 40% reduction in penalty to UPL, which was the second applicant, reducing its penalty exposure to INR 752 crore. Similarly, a 20% reduction in the total penalty was granted to Carlsberg, leading to a fine of INR 121 crore. Separately, 
a penalty of INR 6.25 lakh was also imposed on the association. With respect to the determination of the quantum of penalty, various mitigating factors were considered by the CCI. This included the sporadic instances of interaction taking place only in certain states, absence of AAEC, the beer companies being the first-time offenders of competition law, presence of intense volume-based competition amongst the beer companies in the beer market, and the impact of COVID-19 on the beer industry in India. However, the beer companies argued that for the determination of the relevant turnover to calculate penalty, only the actual time period for which discussions took place in the particular states affected by the conduct of the beer companies should be taken into account. Reliance was placed upon the Honorable Supreme Court's decision in Excel Crop case, wherein it was held that as per the principle of proportionality, only the relevant and not the total turnover of the offending company is to be considered for the purposes of imposing penalty. The CCI, with regards to arguments made by the beer companies, observed that it would be an erroneous interpretation of the Excel Crop case to construe that only the turnover of the isolated days on which discussions relating to the collusion took place should be taken as relevant turnover. Moreover, given that a nationwide cartel had already been established amongst the beer companies by the CCI, the relevant turnover in such a case shouldn't be limited to specific regions where the beer company's anti-competitive conducts took place. Based on the latest reports, UPL is intending to appeal the CCS decision before the Honorable National Company Law Appellate Tribunal, the NCLAT, on the grounds that the DG as well as the CCI failed to take into consideration the heavily regulated nature of the beer market in India while arriving at the decision that the beer companies operated an all-India cartel, affecting the price as well as supply in the market. Further, the entities present in the beer industry pose a peculiar challenge on account of high-handedness of the state authorities which control every aspect of the beer value chain, that is, production, pricing, sale and imposition of duties or taxes. The CCI in the present matter refused to take the argument of highly regulated nature of the market as a defence to the anti-competitive conduct of the beer companies. However, the CCI agreed to consider the same as a mitigating factor. It will be interesting to observe if the NCLAT would consider the limited control of the beer companies on the variables influencing competition in the beer industry owing to the state government being the true driver of the competition as a defence to coordinate behaviour amongst them. In conclusion, so far the CCI has decided nine cases registered pursuant to leniency applications. In two of such cases, the CCI conducted dawn raids at the premises of the opposite parties subsequent to the filing of leniency applications. The CCI in such cases also granted the benefit of leniency regime to the applicants who had filed a lesser penalty application after the dawn raid was conducted, thereby encouraging cartel participants to make vital disclosures of information and provide valuable evidence until the DG concludes the investigation. Further. While most of the cases under the leniency regime are triggered by the lesser penalty applications, the other cases are registered either pursuant to an information filed or a reference made by a party. Accordingly, CCI in the past has also considered lesser penalty applications filed post the initiation of the investigation. However, it is to be noted that while CCI may grant absolute immunity 
that is 100% penalty reduction to the first leniency applicant in the cases where leniency application enables the CCI to initiate the investigation and discloses the existence of an unknown cartel. For cases where leniency applications are filed during an ongoing investigation, the first applicant is qualified only for reduced penalty based on the stage of the investigation at which it has approached the CCI. In the recent past, the CCI has refrained from imposing monetary penalty on micro, small and medium enterprises impacted by the global pandemic who have filed the leniency application and have admitted their anti-competitive conduct. Therefore, it can be concluded that the CCI is making judicious use of its powers to promote the leniency program in India. Thank you for taking the time for listening to this series. We would love to hear your feedback, comments and questions about the episode. You can write to us at podcast at lakshmi3.com to know more. You can even suggest topics for future episodes you'd like to hear more about. Do check out our website www.lakshmi3.com which has been linked in the episode description below to keep abreast with relevant legal updates. We hope you'll join us next week.